Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hall of Famer and fifth member, Matt Holiday. We're hanging with Holiday on 101 ESPN. Powered by Air Alliance Team Heating and Cooling. Getting the job done quickly, correctly, 100% of the time. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN 302. Your time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler with former St. Louis Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. You heard the intro. Matt Holiday joining us now. Brand it's new baseball intro. Baseball season. Matt, I don't know if you heard the intro or not. Yeah, did you hear it? I did. I mean, Vegas has nothing on us now. Wow. I'm with it this year. Yeah. <laughs> So, Matt, when it, when you think back, like, career highlights, John Hewlett announcing you when you're coming to the, the batter's box at Bush Stadium or our, like, voiceover guy <laughs> announcing you into the fast lane. Similar. Similar. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Right there. Yeah, Tied I, for first. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Uh, Matt, what's, as, as we are now, opening day eve is what Jamie called it. Uh, yeah. Opening day eve for you. What, what's the thing that you miss most about the Cardinals home opener, like you specifically, the thing that you look back on and you're, you're most fond of. Well, I think the, uh, the celebration of Cardinal baseball and then, and the, the, the buzz um, leading up to it, you come from spring training, you're sort of, you know, you're coming back from Florida and you're, and you're the excitement that you feel, um, in St. Louis and just around town and, and uh, the anticipation uh, for the start of a new season and the excitement, um, you know, for, for all the years that I was there for the excitement of, of a good team and, and, uh, and a chance to, to play in another postseason. And um, so that, that part of it's great. I mean, I, I think, you know, everybody's ready for spring training to be over and for games to count. So from a, a competitive standpoint, you're ready to play in a game that's meaningful and, uh, it's a it's an exciting time. It's an exciting day leading up to opening day. Matt, uh, is someone working out behind you there in the gym? No, but I do hear that. Yeah, I thought I was uh, like, if you can't handle the weight, put it back on the rack, sir. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Drop it down a little. Yeah. Uh, no, that was uh, somebody in the kitchen. So I relocated. I relocated. <laughs> um, quick feet, quick so feet. hopefully you won't hear any more pots and pans. I, I it's a better story if I told you that I was at the gym and uh, <laughs> somebody just uh, dropped a dumbbell on their head. But unfortunately, it was the uh, pots and pans in the kitchen. So, um, you know, you just never know around here. I've got dogs. There's just four kids. There's always noise potential in any, any interview fires. that I do. We get it. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Well, yeah, Matt, hey, before, before we get into the Cardinals here a little bit, I, I wanted to ask you about Jackson. Uh, spring mm-hmm. training, how did it go for the young man? 
He did great. Uh, you know, he got to spend uh, a good two to three weeks in, in big league camp and, and performed really well and, and uh, really enjoyed it. I, I think he learned a lot. I think he, uh, he, I think he impressed people with how he handled it. And uh, I think he, uh, I think he, I don't know what his final line was, but I, I he, he got hits. I mean, I think he was five for 14 or uh, somewhere in there. Uh, maybe, maybe like that. Um, but uh, made the most of his chances. I think left a good impression on the big league staff and then has gone down to, to minor league camp to, to get those at bats, to get him ready for the season. And, um, you know, he's excited. Uh, I think they leave on the second, uh, to head North, uh, to, to Maryland, uh, Del Marva, low a, where he finished last year, he'll start there and, and, uh, hopefully get off to a good start. And I think, I think they'll move him to high a pretty quickly if he gets off to a good start based on his spring training and, uh, but he's uh, he's he's doing really well, and we got a chance to go down for a week and um, spend some time with him and meet some of his teammates and friends and um, and give him a couple home cooked meals at the at the house we rented and and uh, and see him. So it's it's been a good spring for him. I'm I'm excited for him and, and looking forward to to following along uh, on his journey. Wow, that's awesome! It's great to hear. Um, another young man who's made the most of his opportunity is a is a young man named Jordan Walker. And we talked about this kid a lot, obviously. There's a lot to talk about. I don't know if any of us truly thought he'd make an impact like he did. I thought he would, I thought personally he had the chance to break camp with the big league club. But as you watch this young man come in and just take a spot on this roster, what are your thoughts about him? Well, I've been super impressed impressed with with how, uh, you know, he's handled it. He seems to be a very mature kid. Uh, very even keel. Um, I think the the you know the World Baseball Classic year was was helpful. You know I think the being able to get him as many at bats as he wanted. Um, you know with 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 O'Neill gone and New Bar gone that um, that that they were able to to sort of just run him out there as, as you know and see if he could handle it. And uh, he obviously has handled it really really well. And and uh, you see uh, I, to me when I watch him every swing like. He's dangerous. So if you get a chance to bat this kid, you know, down in the order, obviously you have you have two uh, Hall of Fame, you know, sort of elite caliber players in the middle of your order. So there's not a not a ton of pressure. You can you can hit him lower in the order, uh, but every time he swings the bat, it it you know he he uh, he looks to me dangerous. And I, I think that having a guy like that uh, stretches your lineup. Uh, I think uh, as you look at the opening day lineup, uh, you know the projected opening day lineup it's it's a it's a championship caliber lineup and so uh i'm i'm looking forward to, to watching and, and seeing um you know these these first few games what it looks like against front line you know with the starting pitchers and um and uh and how he handles it but uh it's it, he's he's you know definitely an exciting player that seems to be a cornerstone type of uh young player which is is such a a big boon for an organization when you when you draft and you have a 20 year old uh, who's ready to, to step into a, a prominent role on your team, uh, you know. So it's 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 fun to watch. I think Mason Wynn did really well as well, and um, you know I, I think they had some young guys really really show some some uh, you know a, a good effort in, in a spring training. World Series champ, Cardinals Hall of Famer, Matt Holliday. Joining us right now on the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN with Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stalter. Matt, speaking of not only Jordan Walker, but any young hitter, 
he goes from double A now and he's he's gonna skip triple A and hopefully he's he's with the big league club moving forward here. We don't have to worry about him ever going back down. What's gonna be his biggest challenge though? What's the biggest challenge of a young hitter stepping in big league pitching, games count now. What's his biggest challenge? Well, they're gonna they're gonna you know, when you when the season starts, they're gonna pitch to, you know, what they think, uh, you know, they're gonna pitch to they're going to be looking for weaknesses. They're going to be trying to, to really pitch to those. A lot of times in spring training, guys are getting work in. Uh, they're pitching more in patterns on stuff that they're, that they're uh, you know, the, the pitches they want to work on or certain counts or command of, of certain pitches. They're not really pitching to who's hitting. And so once the season starts, you're going to have analysts and you're going to have coaching staffs and you're going to have pitching coaches and you're going to have the starting pitcher and the catcher they're going to be looking at what he's doing and they're going to be looking for holes and then they're just going to live there. If they find a hole, if he's struggling with the ball in, they're just going to live there. If he's struggling with the slider down and away, um, they're just going to stay there and execute the pitch. And so as a, as a young player like, like him, um, you know, it's a chess match and it's, and it's constantly trying to make sure um, that you're not um, only able to cover one pitch or one side of the plate that you're, uh, you're able to um, sort of make adjustments on the fly. That's that's the biggest you know difference I think is is that uh, you know big league pitchers if if you show a spot that you you're really not very productive in, uh, that's where you're going to see the pitches until you know you're, you're able to make that adjustment. Matt, talking about pitching, uh, our guy Adam Wainwright uh, on the IR right now with uh, I believe a bit of a groin strain. Uh, as you look at, at Waino right now, you know how. How hard do you think it'll be for him to get 100% healthy at this point? And if he can't get to where he needs to be, you know, what's the Cardinals' pivot? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think he'll be fine. I, I talked to him about it. You know, we were, were concerned about his, his pitching and, and, you know, you know the, the WBC with, his, with more of his, his arm. And, and sure enough, he, he hurts his groin doing split squats in the weight room. So, um, you know, I guess – there's inherent risk in any activity that you do, but you know it's too bad that that uh, sort of the last couple of days before he joined back up with the Cardinals, he has this little hiccup. Um, but I think he'll be fine. I talked to him. I think he's, you know, he he was optimistic that it won't be out out too long. And um, but I I do think that uh, the good thing is 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 uh, you know you have veterans in there to, to sort of take the torch. And, and I you know I obviously we talk about this all the time, but I, I think. What, what Jack Flaherty we get and, and what kind of Jack Flaherty, um, you know, which version we're going to get here um, is going to be huge. But I do think that, uh, that you know, having, you know, Walker in, in the outfield and, and it makes makes a couple guys expendable that, that, you know, you could think about if you needed to make a trade, that, that you have some guys and some depth that in the position player's side uh, that might allow you to go out and get an innings eater or a guy that that uh, you know that that can help fill uh, a rotation spot if you're not comfortable uh, with with the younger guys or um, so I don't I don't know I think Adam you I think you know the first month you get a lot of off days and so you you got a chance to to skip a, a fifth spot a couple different times if, if I'm not mistaken um, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle that but. I don't anticipate Wayno being out more than about a month would be my guess. And, and uh, so if you get through that first month, uh, kind of mixing and matching, uh, I think you'll get Adam back. And, and 
Um, like I said, I think to me, Jack Flaherty is, is the key. If, if he can pitch like an ace, it, it allows, um, you know, Montgomery and, and Mats and uh, Michaelis to kind of slot into, into a really good positions in that rotation. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I think they'll be fine, Jamie. I think Wayne will be back pretty quick. Matt, I think the rotation in the regular season is going to be fine too. You, you really know what you what you have in a lot of the these guys. When it comes to the postseason and, and hopefully to get out of the first round, the deeper you go into the postseason, I feel like you're going to need the top end pitching to kind of match up with what the National League has. You had just mentioned, you know, maybe they dip into the depth at some point and and make a and make a trade. Do you feel as though one of the things that that might shorten the gap between where the Cardinals are now as a as a playoff contender and as a World Series contender do you think that they're going to have to get go out there and make a trade to get a top end arm provided one's available yeah I mean I think if you're going to if you run into the Mets or you run into some of these teams that are throwing Verlander and, and Scherzer at you um, but again like we talked about and I hate to keep bringing it up but you know, the version of Jack Flaherty uh, that you get and, and leading up to the trade deadline or, or you know, what you, how you feel about how he's throwing the ball, you know, should, will probably affect on, on what kind of pitcher you're looking to acquire. Uh, it always depends on who's available. You know, it always, you always weigh the risk and, and, and uh, the risk of trading a Mason Wynn or a risk of trading, you know, some of your top prospects potentially uh, for a starter that you feel like is a, is a one or a two. Um, it has to be guys that are available that you feel are substantially better than what you have. And so that's always the balance. The tricky part of it is, is uh, when you talk about trading assets uh, like young players um, that you have control over that are cost efficient, um, that could potentially be superstars, um, that's, that's the risk. And so um, if, if you can trade for, you know, I, I wish I could think of some good names that on, on, on so-so teams that it could be available at that point. But, um, I, yeah, I just think that there's so much, uh, to think about when you talk about Jack Flaherty and, and, uh, maybe Jordan Montgomery, how he's throwing, is he throwing like a frontline starter? Is he throwing like a, could you match him up, uh, in, in the second or third game? How's, uh, Matt's coming along. Um, so uh, you know, Michaelis is, you know, is, is got at times been pitched, you know, to a to a, a you know a, a a low ERA kind of guy. So uh, I, I think we'll know a lot. We'll have a lot more information, obviously, as the trade deadline is, is closer. Uh, but that always is, you know, Anthony is, is the tricky part when you look at your rotation. And you try to start thinking about who in the National League you, you might play in a right. in an NLCS. How how do we match up? And so uh, they'll use the first you know three months to make that you know, analysis and, and then see where you see what you do. Matt, Lars Newbar is an international sensation. Now he had people grinding pepper all over the place. <laughs> Based on that, uh, how do you think Shohei Otani is going to look in a Cardinals uniform? Because he obviously <laughs> wants to be with Lars. Well, I think if that's a possibility and it's not my money, so let's spend it. Yeah, <laughs> spend it all. I, uh, I man, what a talent! I, I just golly, when you talk about acquiring two players in one, I mean you're acquiring an ace type pitcher and a three hole like in, in the same player. And I don't, I can't even. I mean, I guess I don't even know where the number starts or, or how you know how you even look at the player for what he's worth. And then you combine that with sort of all the money you make off of of his you know Japanese uh, following and and all the merchandise you sell, all the um, 
I, I guess what you can do with that, I'm not a businessman as far as that goes. I don't know how, how much that is worth, but it sure seems like the notoriety and the popularity that you get with, with signing a guy like Shohei is, is valuable. So, um, I yeah, if if Mr. Wick calls and asks me my opinion, I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have the Matt Holiday stamp of approval. Yes, absolutely. I like it. Uh, Matt, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Enjoy all of the opening day festivities. Are you going down to ballpark? For, or are you going down to Bush Stadium tomorrow? I will. I'll be there. I'll be imagine. there. So yeah, so I'm excited to to get to put my red jacket back on and put it on, take it off, give it back to him. So. Uh, any chance they they uh, they give me to put that thing on, I'll I'll probably be trying to put it on. Absolutely, so, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Matt, we'll be at the Budweiser Brew House if you want to swing by and buy us lunch. I would, <laughs> I would love to. If you were going to be at Wendy's, I for sure would. Uh, Budweiser Brew House a little out of my price range for you, Jamie. But, I'm going to DoorDash uh, you that frosty one yeah, day. I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, uh, enjoy it, man. We'll talk to you again next week. Okay, guys. Good talking to you guys. You too. Thanks. See ya. See ya. That's Cardinals Hall of Famer Matt Holliday.